Woo! Let's go. It's begun. We've done it. Again and again and again. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-
beauty and wellness brands do where they'll pick like an ingredient or they'll pick one thing oh yeah and they'll make it a marketing scheme like a couple years ago everything was vitamin c vitamin c everywhere every skincare every product yeah and it's like people are like oh i need vitamin c i need a vitamin c do you have vitamin c and it's like vitamin c has it's not new like you're they're introducing it to you as if you now need it but like too much vitamin c will break you out a lot of people oh interesting or, or like hyaluronic acid all of a sudden they're like hyaluronic acid and everything and it's like those ingredients were already in your products. Now they're just bold printing that word, and you right. think that you have you have cracked the code to youth and beauty. And it's like, no, like less is more. Sometimes, like your gut, just eat some things that your gut wants and move on about your day. Stop taking pills in the shape of bears. Maybe this is a bad example, but I think of it as like when when cracklins, you know, cracklins. Mm -hmm. Of course, the like the pork skins, pork rinds. Oh, and yeah, when they when they uh, they started to market it as I believe like no carb or low carb or oh, whatever. Yeah, keto. And it's, bread and yeah, chicken and, and it's keto, and it's like, hey, maybe for certain people's diet, it, it works there. But it just is very funny that because low carb got into vogue, it, they're still the same thing. They're the same item that and you also, were purchasing. Who needs to buy pig skins when you can eat your scabs? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Don't say that. I mean, skin is skin, hun. But it's it's one of those. It's it's very strange to me how quickly people would jump on a on a on a, on a marketing wagon and believe it is the truth. Whenever right. half the products you pick up, and this is from someone who has worked with many a product. I mean, I have you see in my bathroom. Oh yeah. Uh, but like most products you pick up, the very first thing the back of the box says, if you look, is not approved by the FDA, which means right. everything that you read on this box is a joke. And a rhyme and a scheme and it's, it's it's a guess. Someone said maybe this does this, and they're marketing it to you now, and you're buying it and spending. I mean, I don't know. Say you buy a thing of vitamins, it's thirty dollars. You buy it every month, right? It's a month's supply. I can't do math, but you're somewhere like in three, four hundred and fifty dollars, uh, whatever. Um, three times twelve, yeah, a three, year. We have four hundred dollars like, ish. Candy. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the big issue. Is like I, you know, I we talked about this yesterday, but it's like the FDA is not without fault, right? Of course, and everyone's of wrong. Of course, there's and of course there's products that aren't approved by the FDA that do work. Like there's no like denying that. Like this pre work But the issue is with the way that like we sell things and buy things, especially today. It it is inevitably going to make its way and trickle down into people like shysters who are just trying to make money. So you you have, even the, if the initial thing, like, let's say, uh, whatever, ashwagandha come and it's like, oh, this is really good for you when taken in a certain amount, you're going to inevitably have a company that finds a way to synthesize it, make fake versions of it, make watered-down versions of it, and sell it with that same thing. Wellness is not in mind there. It's just leeching on a trend or leeching on a study that comes out that's highly publicized and it, well sometimes they're yeah, not even highly publicized sometimes those sometimes the company making the product pays for the study that they're telling you is the study absolutely that is the most fucked up part about it yeah, yeah and it's that, like a study of five people and one person said maybe that made my nails grow and we're like that's it that's that's the quote well pre-workout it's funny that you mention it is one of the worst when it comes to that pre-workout has an insane amount of it's called pixie dusting but like they you call me <laughs> no that's not what it is no, um. it's not a slur <laughs> but they they just add like filler and sugar and all this like starch that is or what whatever it like. yeah 
And and really what you're getting, it'll be like, this is a proprietary blend. What you're really getting from most pre-workouts is a rush of caffeine mm-hmm. and maybe creatine, which is like a good tested thing. Maybe some v- B vitamins, which have, and then a whole bunch of stuff you're just going to piss out. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And if you just take those ch- things on their own, drink a cup of coffee, take some creatine monohydrate, and then like take some B vitamins or whatever, congratulations, you got a pre workout for one third of the price that you paid for your like, you know, artificially sweetened weirdo witch's brew. Okay, God, excuse me. I didn't mean to um, go personal. It's okay, I didn't buy that one. Um, on your little sleeve, what what pride flag is that? Oh, this is the uh, smart wool pl- pride flag right here. <laughs> this is the outdoorsman pride flag. Can you show the camera? Please? Yeah, I kept looking. I was like, that looks just like a flag. We took out all the fun colors. On You're it. not on camera. Your arms are literally out of frame. Oh, <laughs> I, well, I can't. It's tiny. It's tiny. for now. Tiny for now. Um, but yeah, no. The, so wellness also bleeds in outside of products. To uh, especially in Los Angeles, it's crazy how many boutique like stores and shops that sell meditation obviously yoga i mean that that's like the biggest one but like meditation yoga float tanks all, there's all these things like um what are the cryo freezing mm-hmm, and stuff yeah. like that and it, he, my take on it is is very it's difficult because it gets into these two separate roads that i think of when i think of wellness where one is like sick you're Doing something that makes you feel good. I went to a Korean spa yesterday. You know what I mean? That's a form of whatever. I did an ice bath. I went to the sauna. It's a form of wellness, (laughs) right? But then on the other side, you can get to a point where you're trying to like kind of uh, you're being so well, you're unwell. You're biohacking kind of to this point where it's like, I need to be like this perfect animaton and everything needs to be set up exactly and my brain needs to be functioning perfect and perfect and perfect. And you spend so much time fixating on those things and doing that stuff. You don't actually spend time like living life and enjoying like how well. you feel in the moment and literally being well. And I think some people do fall into that, especially when you start with those things and you're like, I'm meditating every day, I'm taking an ice bath every day, blah, blah, blah. And I do those things, but you take an ice bath every day. I take a cold shower every day for wellness. Yeah, I do that for my skin, but not for wellness. Uh, it keeps your pores closed, so you don't. Have no, it's it's good for your blood. It's good for a lot of things. Look at me. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and no, that was in the great. Goop documentary. I skipped right over that. Was it in the Goop yeah, documentary? They do a whole travel thing with that guy that like swims in the Arctic, or whatever. I need you to just explain episodes of Goop to me because again, I'm not allowed. It's like a foreign language. Um. I I also think wellness is really interesting because now we're just saying everything is wellness. Workout clothes are included in wellness. Oh my foods god! Foods are wellness. I mean, now people and what we're, and then we have the group of people that are taking wellness like to the extreme because you know everybody you, there's an extremist in every group where we come, and like people that are like I'm gonna put my asshole in the sun for wellness. Okay, that one I support. I'm with that because here's the thing: no one's making money off that. So that is, that one I think is being like you don't propagated. Think people on TikTok are making money off that. Okay, clip. but that they're not like asking you to pay. They're just asking, they're asking you, to, you to do it. They're asking you to do it, but they're not getting any monetary gain out of that. That's just that comes from the heart. Okay, that's from the heart, baby. That, that person. Is, so I'm just. This is like or, or or like people be like, wake up every day and look at the sun. No. Oh yeah, sun gazers. Yeah. Well, they when you. What about a moth? They uh they. You know the whole thing where there's there was a documentary made about that, um, where e- it's called Eat the Sun, 
and it followed this guy who uh, proposed that because he stared at the sun every day, he didn't have to eat food. Was he a plant? Yeah, he's a plant. Let me see. This is like... Oh, has no, we, don't we know when you fly too close to the sun, what happens? You burn up and die, bitch. Like, we, this is, we, are, we are now... Now we're playing with things that we're not even supposed to be looking at. You're not supposed to look at the sun, and now we're like, watch this. We, we figured it out. Yeah. Like, no, you quit looking at the sun, freak. Now, going back to it, though, that's why I support butthole sunning. Because I don't think that's hurting anyone. I don't think I don't think anyone's getting damage from that. If if you feel better doing it, it's free. Putting the most one of the sensitive, most light reduced areas of your body in the sun is probably the worst thing you can do. I mean, you know how much that's probably. I mean, sure, I bet it is absorbing vitamin D because it's like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) But like, I don't think that it's like. Could you imagine your your asshole sunburning? Now you know what I do support butthole bleaching. Interesting. Just because I think that's a fun treat. Yeah, it's a nice little treat. But I just, I mean, I, the, being outside, like, what? When do you fit that into your day? Have you ever, have you ever attempted a form of wellness and <laughs> it disliked it? Like you really hated it? All of them. Really? Oh, did you have one in specific? Yeah. Well, every time we go to the gym, I'm like, this is <laughs> misery. <laughs> I got, I got a, I got waxed once. Oh, d- how was that? They were so rude to me at the place. First of all, I would have. I am very hardcore. When I go into places like even my laser place, I I I do a full interview beforehand. I'm like, I'm like, I will not have a. I will not pay you to be rude to me about this. Uh, Yeah, that would have been smart. And so I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what's the experience? What's the review? What do you like? I'll just make things up sometimes, which this is lying, but I'll just be like, I went to another place and they were really rude. Are you guys like that here? Like, I'll just make it the shit up. That's... Because I will not be... You are not about to have me pay you $500 so you can zap me with a laser and then make, and then act like I'm the problem. Bitch, this this body hair you're taking off is, is, is for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is your job. Yeah, but why were they rude to you? So, I, I showed up to the place and... For the the energy that I met with at the desk is very like literally rolled their eyes when I came to the front desk and was like, "Hi, I have an appointment." I swear to God, I like well, I, I'm not hypersensitive to this stuff. I'm actually like not even very observant. People have been rude to me, and I just don't even notice. This was like so directly like here like this much money, which it was way. Oh, they charge men more than women, where it's like because it does take more time. I they understand their body hair more time. And you have to be careful, all that stuff. They did probably react a little weird because there are, I mean, a plethora. I've from I have a lot of friends that wax and stuff, and like there is a, so many stories of like men coming in and like being weird while they're getting waxed, like I wanting to like or like getting a re- which like most people like if you like fart or get an erection, those women aren't like. This is it, but like, yeah, because it normally doesn't happen to people. But then they understand, like, there is like a like a I'm gonna step away, like kind of thing. But like, some people go in for the intention of like being a fucking creep, right? And so, like, some places don't even take men at all, which I think is, um, for their own safety. I mean, which is if you've had that many experiences, that you have to be like, just no thanks, no more. You keep your body hair. But don't you have to have like? I mean, I feel like gay fellas must have to go in there oh quite a bit right i mean i think gay people really like body hair oh it's not all of them do i mean i'm sure some of them don't i think it's all personal i think i i know i read an article once that like straight men um specifically straight married men yeah were like one of the highest um like paying customer not highest paying the most they like they come the most to get like their genitals lasered the hair removed from like their balls and whoa pelvis and stuff and i'm like okay dads like i mean like what yeah. i'm like, so confused with that but anyways what first of all what were you having waxed my uh, you know my ass oh yeah you you, you could have nared that i mean i'm not gonna fucking do i 
I I barely shave my face. I'm not going to trust myself doing anything. I'm getting a professional. There's no there's no me. There's no home improvement. Why were going you getting on. your ass wiped? What was the storyline here? My girlfriend. She said this isn't too much. No, she didn't say this is too much. I thought I'd surprise her with a nice with a nice clean ass. Clean and unhairy are. I, this is. This is. We're getting on the. I, I want to know what. Now, did she. So, you didn't have a conversation about this. You just said this is going to be the gift. Oh, this is the one. God. I, part of. Okay. There's a real story here that I. Oh, God. Okay. You don't have to tell anything you don't want to. This is not seen. No, no, no. I'll tell. I'll, I'll, this would be good for the pot. So, me and my girlfriend, you know we're we're good upstanding christians but we'll do a little ass stuff from time to time you know mm-hmm. what i mean um and i had a day where i biked to her house and we kind of got right into things and there was a let's say lack of cleanliness that i wasn't made aware of until after the fact and i was mortified and i was like i when i when i get embarrassed i go into full like five alarm freak out mode Same. like you know what i mean which is like, why i have no body here i'm like i have yeah it, it, like i i'll react i'll be like let's burn the fields here let's let's at, lay waste let's napalm whatever this problem is to a extent that it doesn't need to so my reaction to that like we i had a phone i was like hey like i just checked is it was everything cool down there and she was like it was a little you know not not what you wanted to be but that's fine like she was very nice and i was like oh we have to i'm gonna like uh, get a surgeon to sew my ass shut. I was like so mortified, but instead I just made a very hasty appointment to a waxing place, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, so I'm already in this pretty vulnerable. Did you place. bike there too? Because that's first. That's the yeah, first problem. No, hey, it, it wasn't the great. It wasn't the great idea. When I go through the steps, I was the one who was culpable for that. I drove to the place. I get out. The person at the front desk is rude to me. They're like, "Take your pants off." I'm, I'm like, okay. So I go in the room. I take my pants off. I'm like in the thing. And the woman comes in, could not be more rude, could not have felt more like a, a, like a cow who's being milked or whatever. Just like on the table. Not like, hey, could you get on the table? It was on the table, legs up. Not like that. No, not like that. Like literally, okay, that is like pretty this. standard because it is supposed to make you feel like it is not at all intimate. It's like a, it's a routine. So they do kind of, are they are very like on fours, do like that. It's a very drill sergeant like. So that technically is a very common Interesting. occurrence, unless you're at like a spa where it's like about like. But normally it is like that to keep expect to keep you from thinking it's like weird or different. It's supposed to feel like a job, right? But after, I mean, this is why. Like there was a lot of like, ugh, there was a lot of like, I whatever. And then yeah, that's bitchy. And then at the end of it, they tell me not. So I I get home. I call my girlfriend. I'm like, hey, I got whacked. She was like, oh, like, and I was like, oh, now I'm getting a workout. And she's like, you can't do that right after like the it, breakout. It's bad. And I was like, no, no one there told me anything. They didn't tell me shit. Well, they're not your caretaker. But they fucking knew it was my first time there. They here this it was a, I was plotted against, and they wanted me to suffer because they they saw me come in, and they go. This is this is the guy that caused all the problems in the world, and we're gonna take it all out on him. And that's what they did. They I wanted mean, me to break really out. That is really rude to be rude to you and to not give you any kind of aftercare instructions. That's really messed up. When or they knew I was pre-care. fucking up all the instruction, like they know I hadn't been there before. I mean, they could see it in my ass. 
Yeah, and I mean, they were also probably like, why is this person just getting their ass waxed? And, like, not anything else. Like, that's a bold choice. Like, you're just wearing, like, a like a, like a pair of hairless, assless chaps. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? They're like, it's, it's a little strange. Listen. <clears throat> no, I'm being judged by you. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's very... I was judging you before the story started. Sure, sure, sure. And, but, so that, I mean... That was my wellness also, story. Also, you have a really super kind girlfriend. If she's into doing yeah. any of that with you, like, good. hooray for her. Right, she is very kind. She is very kind. But, so wellness can go... She is very kind. Wellness can go wrong. Uh, I've also worked at a meditation center where people would come in and they would be so clearly insane. In, like, Well, they need it the most. No, it's hurting them because... They're not using it as a like way to get better. They're using it as like this ego boost thing. You know what I mean? They're using it as this way to be I'm like so calm. Yeah, it's like when people weaponize therapy, Ooh. and people will be like, "Well, my therapist says that I'm allowed to say whatever I want in this conversation because Ooh. my feelings are valid." And it's like, so are the person you're talking to. Like yes. you, this is when people weaponize therapy, which is a form of wellness keeping it all together when people do that immediately the minute someone says my therapist said oh, well that does not apply to me that is for you that's a lesson for you that you learned about yourself not right. to carry into conversations and be like and now you need to do this for me because my therapist said now you need to understand that i have emotions around this that's first of all i know your therapist and if they did tell you to speak to people like that that's wild yeah because what you're actually what you want to say in that is that I struggle with this thing. Would it be okay if we, and then you tell me the thing you need. To tell me your, ther your therapist is not my mom. Right. It's you like know, using, what if I said, well, my therapist said that I can say whatever I want to say. Well, now we're just back and forth. Bitch. It's like using an authority figure in, yeah. a, in a situation that does not call for it's it. Like, it's like taking all the responsibility off of yourself and being right. like, I can do whatever I want because I go to therapy. Right. Or, yeah. or, or to use like some kind of trauma to be like, well, I was bullied so I can be a big old bitch to everybody. It's like, no, you can't. Right. No. no, what are you going to the therapy for? Validation? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Literally, I, I mean, some people do. When you get into this conversation, people are like, oh, you're invalidating therapy. It's like, no, I think therapy is great for a lot of people. Oh, I love therapy. But there's no, there, there's nothing on the books that says, like, all therapy is completely good and, like, they're completely, like, no, some people misuse it. Yeah. Some people ab absolutely go into therapy with this like thing in mind not all therapists are good i've been to i've been to three and they were all pretty bad and, I, and yeah, go this ahead. isn't even about therapists either i mean because like yeah people are people and they can all be bad yeah but when it comes to like when people have to be like well you can't say it about therapy therapy is great the person doing it is misusing you yeah. are the problem not the therapy the therapy is probably because Nine times out of ten, what I'm assuming is going on in there is a very logical conversation that this person is now leaving and they're twisting into some kind of like narcissistic shield to use against people. Right. Um, because having a bad therapist is normally like you don't we don't vibe. Like we don't you're not getting me, I'm not getting you. Unless that's not what you're talking about and your therapist is saying like do it. I had a therapist say the most condescending thing any human being has ever said to me. I said I was talking this, I I'm I'm wrong a lot. I say a lot of wrong things. But I was talking to this this woman I had just started seeing, and I said something along the lines of like, uh, whatever. Um, it was during it was during the the pandemic, and I was like, oh, I saw like one of my friends, but I felt fine about it because I was just seeing one person. I wasn't seeing like I wasn't going to a party with thirty people, so like I, I felt a little bit safer. And my therapist goes. I'm going to give you some time to realize why you're wrong. 
And what, I was what like, are you wrong? I'm confused on what, what what was the problem. She she was a person who I think watched a lot of news and would get like news bites and sound bites and then just kind of regurgitate them as like perfect fact. And I was like, I saw one friend who was like a friend that I saw like it, it was one of like the three people that I saw. This was like not during the height of things. This is when things were kind of and it, it was all outside. And she was oh, like, during COVID. It was during COVID. Okay, got it. Like during lockdown. Got it. And and she was like, seeing one person and seeing thirty people is exactly the same. I'm like, that's just not. Tr- what are you talking about? And she was like, I'm going to give you time to realize why you're wrong on this. It's the most condescending thing any human being has ever said to me. I'm going to give you time to realize I mean, why you're wrong a, well, on this. Then what am I paying you for? That's what I'm saying. Why am I paying you? Even so if you I are wrong, like, even if you were wrong, like, can you just tell me? Like, that's why I'm here. Right? Can you just let me know if I'm wrong? <laughs> like, I'm pretty. Is that not what your degree's for? Like, tell me yeah, I'm wrong. I know. I know. I know. It was. The- you know who has no problem telling me I'm wrong? Preachers, teachers, any errors. Yeah, the errs. Yeah, that's what it's all, no no one who's uh, whose name ends in pissed ever tells you why mm-hmm. you're wrong. It sucks. No, no, but it, it was it was like this really shocking moment, and I saw her for so long because I was caught in this mindset of well, this is a trained professional, so I must be fucked up for not taking to this therapy that I'm receiving. Like I must be in the wrong. And I think some people fall into that where it's like. You, you get self-conscious because you're like, well, this is a professional. But then I started telling people, I, I had a friend who's a therapist, which thank God, because I told them what happened, and they were like, this is unheard of. Stop seeing this person. And you did. And I did. I mean, I have a, I think, I, I have a wellness story similar to that. I one time Excited. went to a nutritionist because I said, mm, I don't know what I'm doing. And I went, and I was like, I sat there forever, first of all, because God forbid your appointment be on time at a doctor's office. Sure. I like, could not imagine a world where that happened. So, which is fine. I'm sure they're busy. But <clears throat> I sat there and I was like, okay, this is going to be really embarrassing. I'm going to talk about everything that I'm eating and what I'm doing. And I really want to like be honest and get a, like a real plan here. And so I wait and I'm like, you know, as you wait, you're like preparing what you're going to say to the doctor so you don't sound stupid. Because I'm the person who's like, my toe hurts. And they're like, which toe? And I'm like, the little one. <laughs> um, so... I'm, I have no idea what it's called. You know, I'm like, sure, it has a name. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, when they come in, and I'm, so they get in there. I go through this whole spiel, spiel, spiel. Um, about like, it's like 30 minutes long. And then, and the doctor's just listening. He's just like, mm-hmm, 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 the nutritionist. He's like, cool, cool, cool. And then when I get done, he goes, well, you know what I think you should do? Just like eat some Sara Lee bread. That was all he said to me. That was the whole, he had not, did not give me any other what information. What the fuck is Sara Lee bread? Well, Sara Lee is the lady who makes bread. And it's like a diet bread. And that was what he told me to eat. He mean, but I mean, without missing a beat, so stone cold face, he turned to me, he went, uh, yeah, just like eat Sara Lee bread. Try that. Like, you, that's for every meal, like in place of something. Like, what should I do? Should I invest in Sara Lee? Like, should I buy stock? How, that's not a good, even if that was helpful, like, how do I use the information? That guy was just Sarah Lee. That was Sarah Lee in a disguise. In a undercover boss. Costume. That was an undercover boss, Sarah Lee. I wasn't even an employee. That and I is was like, cool. so crazy. That is one of the craziest stories I've ever heard. And then as I was leaving, said they can bill you at the front like, for my copay. <laughs> and I was thinking, I was thinking, like, if I was not a polite angel of a person, I would lose my fucking mind in here. I mean, his medical advice to you was to eat, change one thing in your diet 
to a different just kind of bread. Just change my whole diet to Sara Lee bread, I guess. Just all Sara Lee bread. But I'm assuming, who knows? It's a secret. And then I was like, <sighs> okay, anything else? And he was like, I would just start with that. And I was like, this is great. What is this, like an ad? Or what are you, like a YouTube sponsor? Like, what, what are we doing here? I mean, that guy should... He also offered me Centramine as I was leaving as well. What's that? It's the weight loss drug that, like, burns your... It makes oh, you not hungry. My, that, well, that's what it, it's, it... It makes you not hungry. Probably, and I was like, but will I be hungry full of Sarah Lee bread anyway? <laughs> I, I think... That sounds like a pill mill to me. That sounds like a, a dude who just is hawking whatever but kind also, of diet But also, who product. tells you that as you're halfway down the hallway, like, oh, also, would you, do you want a pill? Like, What? And I was like, this, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like in a strip mall. Like it was like a doctor office. That's literally what would happen in college when I was leaving like my drug dealer's place after I bought weed. And he would be like, oh, by the way, yeah, we have ecstasy too, if you're into that. Yeah. He was like, uh, what do you need? Like it was true. I mean, he just opened up, he opened up a trench coat and he had like watches, (laughs) glasses, Doritos. I was like. Um, I'm good, I guess. I'm just gonna go get my... I'm gonna run to Target by my Sarah Lee bread. Now, every time I see Sarah Lee bread, I'm like, that's the hero, babe. God. I mean, that guy went to school. Uh, I, I guess. Hope. I guess he went to school. And then I was thinking about it. I was like, maybe he's just so over his... He's just so yeah. over being like, eat fucking vegetables, you idiot. Right. That he's just like, eat some Sarah Lee bread. I will say... I have I have a lot of friends where it's like I'm not I'm not a dietitian I don't know anything but like I have a basic understanding of nutrition in a way where like they'll sometimes be like what do I do how do I do this blah 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 but I'll often I will have friends come up to me who have problems with like eating in whatever direction and they'll be like yeah so like they'll give me all their like issues with eating and then they'll be like so like what do you think I should like eat more vegetables and fruits and stuff and they'll give me the actual answer to their mm-hmm. problem and I'm like yeah and they're like all right and that's the whole conversation and you're like, that'll be twenty dollars yeah I, I should that's start charging that i should start charging them for that for yeah. sure i mean because my whole thing is like i i was someone am someone who like i cook all the time like i do eat pretty well like i don't eat a bunch of bad stuff i just don't i did not understand i i, I mean this will sound stupid on my heart but i just didn't understand like metabolism calorie i didn't understand any of that and i just wanted someone to like really explain that and be like Okay, if I'm eating a healthy fat, like, can you kind of break down why, what it does, where should I put it, when should you eat protein? When, like, that's what I wanted, and I just got Sarah Lee bread. But then I found that stuff out later on my own, because I feel you like can find anything on the internet. I feel like he was being homophobic or something. I wish. Yeah. I wish that was the case, so I could just be like, mm, now yeah. I'm going to own this nutrition yeah, shop. Yeah, you should get the girl bread. <laughs> Go get the girl bread, actually. Yeah. <laughs> he just, that whole th- the appointment was him just dunking on you. Yeah. Literally, he was just like, oh, do you know Dorothy bread? <laughs> Do you like Mary bread? He said, so what do you eat, poppers? And you're like, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, poppers have a lot of calories. You got to chill out yeah. on that. God, yeah, that, I mean, that's the hard thing about when you go to, like, a professional or, like, a seeming professional. Because it takes so many steps just to get out the door to try to make something better. Because it's like, I think we are a culture of, like, fucking repress it and, like, keep it in and do not seek help until, like, you absolutely have to. At least with me, that's how I am. And then, uh, and you, you know, culture. when I finally go to, like, the doctor with my broken arm or whatever, I'm, I'm like, hey, can you help me with this? And then to have them be a complete, like, dumbass is so, such, like, a knock in the gut. Because it's like, ah, I, well, I, th- I was supposed, this is supposed to be my journey of getting better. At least your dumbass is waxed. That is true. I mean, Thank I, God. I, do, you, do you have anything else to say about wellness? Because I have, I think I've ranted enough, but I do have another really good one. 
Uh, do I have anything else to say about wellness? No, I mean, it, I think that we've we've covered like the goods and the bads of it. Overall, everybody should seek like some form of wellness, but there's a lot of uh, trap doors that'll yeah. fuck you on the road. And I would, that's the thing else I want to say is don't you you do your wellness and you do it for, you don't be pushing your wellness around everybody don't, don't push be your, your faces fucking... and be like can I sage your house oh maybe I don't want that oh my god I mean sage is is the moment it's the one and that's great but yeah. if but if but if I don't want it then don't t- I don't need to hear the benefits of it yeah no I don't un- I own a computer I carry it around every day in my pocket if I want to know about sage in my house I'll look it up don't come over here with that unless for me unless it's crazy because I love hearing a crazy I love you being like you know what would help this is if you sun your asshole then I'm like yeah. you know what let's sit down for tea I want to get into this you were like I am really into assholes lately um <laughs> but yeah I just think that's it just do your wellness leave everybody alone and have a good time doing it. Have a good time doing it. Have a good it. time. Have a good time. Snort have that sage. Have a good sage. time doing it. Oh, yeah. What um, was your? What, what, what did you bring to the table today? You know what? I, I My question to you is... I'm, I'm trying to think of exactly how to phrase this. Mm. What do you think about minimalist home decor? Oh, my God. Are you asking me this because my house is the museum of things? Well, I, no, I'm asking you this because for for many years, I would call myself a minimalist when really I was a uh, idiot who didn't know how to make my environments nice, right? Manimal. A manimal. Is that, is that a word? I just made that up. I like that. Thank That's you. good. I was, I was a manimal. Of course you do. <laughs> and... Uh, merch i was wondering what what would you you walk into someone's apartment and like the walls are blank they have a bed they have a chair like all the necessities are there but there's no decoration when so you because you're very like decoration minded when you see that is there like a judgment or is there a understanding like what are your thoughts i would say i think aesthetically it is very pleasing in photographs i think there's a lot of images where like less kind of looks like more it looks very chic and like it reads really well on like youtube when you have kind of less things and everything's like white and beautiful and like every because because then you and whatever you're doing on your on camera really pops so i think a lot we're seeing it a lot and people are mimicking a lot because it does look very good on camera i personally am not necessarily like i'm not really good at home decor or decorating i just buy things i like because i live here right and so my my concept is i want all the things i love and i want to be able to see them at any time and that's kind of what this house is is i just put things out and that's what i want to see and that's how i like it so i do think minimalism i'm a maximalist i'm like more is more is more is more is more more. yeah and i'm like and i'm like and then if i want to change it i'll get rid of it and i don't mean that in a sense of like i'm just buying bullshit but like I want a real book. I don't want to. I don't want a bunch of ebooks. I I need. A, I'm a library. I'm right. I need to be attracted by a beast. I'm in a library. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I. So I do think I can understand a person better when I go in their house and they have more things. I can right. look around and be like, okay, I'm under. I'm getting a vibe of what's going on here. When you have no things, I think like this is real sad. Or I think like maybe they're a minimalist. But then like most people that I know that are minimalist are not. Like they are the heroes of excess it's the most drinking the most i'm like you just don't have shit you just don't have anything which is (laughs) fine but like don't sugarcoat it like you just don't want anything you don't care about the way your house looks because you are an outside you get all of your energy from being out and about and doing things and having fun and going places and that's cool that's great but i 
after big days, I actually go home and be like, this is, these are my things. When we were in the pandemic and we were locked, I was like, people were like, oh no, it's horrible. And there were aspects that were bad, of course. Like, no one should be in locked away that long, I don't think. But also, I'm like, this is where all my favorite stuff is. Like, if I can't be happy here, I really fucked up. I'm, I'm on, so this is where I live in this uh, conversation is, I very much was the guy who was like, oh, I'm just a minimalist. Like, I just don't need a lot of things to be happy. And it's like, that can be true. But then when I started, like, making my apartment a little bit nicer, I'm not talking about, you don't want, I don't want to give people the wrong impression. When you walk into my apartment, you don't go, oh, my God, a, a captain of industry lives here. No, you walk in there and you go, oh, some dumb, like, 27 year old who's on like the first stages of hanging up some pictures on the wall i do have a screenshot of your of one of your videos where in the background there's just like a tapestry of like a woman and a dog a woman's ass yeah that is like i'm like what that is the funniest tapestry i've ever seen because i'm like this is like kind of a movie yeah it's a naked woman walking i believe a uh a hyena and what was your thought process when you hung that up um i thought it fucking looked sick and also i was being berated by a woman friend of mine for not having enough decoration so i was like well i've had this tapestry for a while and i'll hang it up and i hung it up and then i took a picture of it and i sent it to her and uh she was just like you're you're beyond saving that is really funny that you did that though yeah and is. her response is very funny you're too. beyond saving I mean, but like even when you bought it like my brain immediately when you, i couldn't even focus on what you were doing in the video because i was just like how did we get this like how did we get here like with this like you were just walking down like the boulevard of florida after some drinks and you saw like a, like a kiosk of the tapestry. boulevard of florida the that's i mean that's you know i don't know where you are the florida boulevard baby like, alligator what alley are you, what what was the how did you even get the thing to begin with like that was a full thought out plan well so uh, my buddy was getting rid of some stuff and he brought me over to his place and he laid out like a bunch of really nice shit and then that blanket was over in the corner and i was like it's a blanket well it's it's a tapestry it's a tapestry the tapestry was I'll over say, in the corner on the wall we have some real conversations and there. i and i couldn't see anything except the woman's ass and i was like what about that and he was like oh we're throwing that away and i was like can i see it and he was like yeah and then he opened it up and i saw it was uh, a pantless woman walking a wolverine and i said well i have to have that and I had the option of getting, like, nice pictures or whatever. But the heart wants what the heart wants. I mean, honestly, it's a really cool, like, piece of art. It's a cool piece. It's because I'm assuming that she was down with it. And yeah. But, like, having that framed, like, that could be the shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, like, when I was like, this could be really cool if it was framed. Right. If we get a studio, we'll put it in the studio. Um, but But I am, like, I am also, like, me personally, tapestries on the wall that's a big that's a big red flag for me oh why is that because it's a blanket it is a blanket it, you're putting it's a piece yeah. of cloth on the wall what are you doing what is it's it does not look good see this is the fucking problem this is why and you know what i'm gonna have this is gonna be a dan stand up for the straight segment okay i think you, straight people are like we don't like it either all right no 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 no. straight guys <laughs> love that shit they love that shit okay they see that on the wall and they say dan's a free man okay you tell us. Have they told you that? Yeah, they do. They say you're a free man. You tell us to decorate. You tell us, hey, we don't like your bare walls. We don't like the fact that you live in an apartment with one fold-out chair and an Xbox and a television. We don't. I we don't. Hot. We don't like that. That's all that it takes to make you happy, right? They go. They go. We're we're angry that all that it takes to 
bring you joy is to have a fold-out chair, an empty box of pizza, and like four video games and an Xbox and a television, and that's it. So you tell us to decorate, and I go, okay, I'm going to decorate. And then you say, I don't like the way you decorate. Hey, fuck you. You're not decorating. You're hanging shit up on the wall. That's decorating to me, okay? No. That is decorating to me. That's what decoration is. You put, you take shit, and you so put it on the wall. So you're telling me you want to, you want to, you want to put that tapestry up, put a little table out, and invite everybody over for dinner, and you're all gonna eat. You're on dinner over this lady's ass. Oh yeah, we're gonna have, we're gonna have shawarma. That's a jerk off poster, and you know it is it. not a jerk off poster. It's fucking art. There's no okay. That's first of all, I am the first one to be like naked people is art. Yeah, but I am telling you that is a jerk off poster. Maybe not for you, but that's what it was intended for. It's like when you go to Walmart and there's like, and I've been to Walmart, mm-hmm. and it's like when you go to Walmart and you flip through those posters and it's just like hot women on like cars. It's like, this is not an aesthetic. This is porn. And that's cool. But like in your living room, bold choice. I'd rather you hang up actual porn. That's at least chic and cool. That would be sick. And yeah. that's that's going to be the next step. Listen. I'm sorry, you unleashed the beast. I'm I'm now a decoration master. I'm gonna have porn on the wall. I'm gonna have uh, framed porn on the wall. Framed porn on the wall. I'm gonna have a pictures pictures of Corvettes just over my bed. I'm gonna have Look, the bed is a Corvette. The You're bed, gonna have a car bed. The bed is a Corvette. You said this is thick decorating. Oh man, yeah. You you fucking you unleashed the beast. You told me time and time again. Oh, a woman I I hooked up with once uh, admonished me for my uh, lack of decoration. That's why I actually started. Your word of the days you throw out or my is my fave. I think I think I use that right. Sometimes I don't. But yeah. I I fucking de- I it, I'm not gonna hear shit from people because they're like oh straight guys don't get decorate straight guys don't decorate you know what's gonna happen when straight guys decorate sometimes you're gonna get a hyena being walked by a chain with it by a naked I'm woman I'm telling you you frame that art it is cool as shit a I black don't, frame I don't like the judgment but I, let me just be very clear this is not a straight people thing there's some gay people with some ugly ass shit in their house Absolutely. I had a friend who gay gay married to a man can you believe so and his house. Everything. Peacock feathers, fake diamonds laying on top of like, I like random. That. I was like, this is horrific. It looks bad. I mm-hmm. was like, this is. I know you think you're like HGTV homo, but you're not. This looks bad. And it's always, especially like in the South, there's like a very specific kind of like. <laughs> Wait, did you just say HGTV homo? Yeah. A lot of gays just think that they are HGTV, <laughs> and it's like, you're, you have bad taste. You have bad taste. You do not, I didn't being know. gay does not give people good taste or good fashion. You know how many gay people I see in like rainbow flag t-shirts and chokers from the 90s like you don't look good and that sounds bitchy but i mean it that way well you're talking about harry styles no, harry styles he has a someone's doing that for him would you say he's a hgtv homo no i would we're not allowed to say what he is he has rich people privilege he didn't have to do he didn't have to uh, diverge his sexuality ah interesting which is only something rich people have to do the rest of us come out every single day every day of your so life that's fun for everyone else mm-hmm. but um yeah, I mean, that people are like, oh, gay people have good taste. No, they don't. Some gay people are li- literally in... You know, how many, you know how many gay people are in cargo shorts and a fucking uh, Under Armour t-shirt and think they are the height of fashion? I love that look, though. I love, You're like... Sick. I love a Republican dad look. That's cool. Under Armour t-shirt, Oakley's goatee is powerful. Yeah, I want to stop this right now. Gay people are not the height of... Uh, let me be very clear. Some of them, they're the moment. Oh yeah, and they are they are the they are the everyone you're looking at that is usually a woman or a gay that has made that happen totally. But 
in the real world, everybody be looking like shit, okay? Like, yeah. this is not a straight person thing. We used to die. There are some straight people that are, honestly, there's some straight men that I think are a little too into their home decor. And I'm like, I don't, I feel like I can't be in here. I had, I have a friend who was dating a guy, um, and she's a very fancy friend. Like, she's like, the one like should have a Grammy and Emmy. Like, yeah. She's been on TV. She's like the a moment. And she was dating a man, just regular man, which is fine. I love that. I love when people are dating just people. Cause I think that's better than dating a bunch of celebrities or whatever. Right. But, um, he told her when she would come over, he would be like, you need to take your shoes off and put it in this tiny square that he had taped off. Like, yeah. The take the shoes off. I understand the tiny square. It, that's that's serious. And killer she set them down, energy. and he was like, "Well, in the line." Like, they oh, no. and so I'm like, "You've taken home decor. Like, you're too attached to whatever's going on in this house. Like, it, it has to be livable." Yeah. Like, I, people sometimes people will, like spill water and stuff, and they'll be like, "I'm so sorry," and I'm like, it's, "That's what I want the floor with. Like, let's calm down." Yeah. Like, oh man, yeah, no people who take. Well, it's just like you walk into someone's house, and if it looks like an Apple store, I'm not gonna be friends with you. I don't know what it takes mentally to to like keep all, all that stuff perfectly in or whatever. But part of me is assuming it's the part of your mind that feels empathy, and you're using it to keep your knickknacks in a row. Oh, really? I I get I'm like if you're putting this much mental energy and focus into like everything is. I'm not saying people who keep a tidy house that's fine, but if it's like uh, I know what you mean anally perfect and everything has to look like a movie set and da 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 yeah like when people have those like those contraptions like hold your phone and your apple watch and your ear pods and your speakers and you put a little book here and i'm like this is like robotic this yeah. is like two if this you do that Xenon girl the 21st i'll century. say if you do that you've never you've never experienced love for another human being or yourself or because yourself. I, one thing i love to do is throw my shit around and lay down and not give a shit about it you coming over it's to film these, and this being a studio now, I had to clean this apartment more than I've ever had to do in my whole life. It's well, I'll, I'll, you know what? Let me let me backtrack just slightly. I think that it's it's like oh, it's valiant and it's not hurting anyone that you're keeping your apartment in such good order. But it's the same thing with me as someone who's like always says the right thing and is never shit talking anyone, and is always happy and is never showing any negative emotion. It's like listen, if you want to be. If you if you want to be Gandhi, great, and that's a that's a great person to be. I don't want to hang out with Gandhi. I don't want to like Gandhi is awesome and has done a lot of great things or whatever. This is just an example, like yeah, of, yeah, a, yeah. of a person who has the image of like perfection and like nothing wrong right. and like perfect peace or whatever. I'm not gonna get like drinks. Anna Nicole Smith. Anna Nicole Smith, exactly. I'm not gonna get drinks with that person. I'm not gonna like. We're not gonna be buddy buddy because that's just like not a like. I feel like the chances of having a human-to-human interaction with that person, because you, you're missing emotions. You're missing vulnerability. I think vulnerability should exist in your living space as well. That is true. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've, I've gotten over that a little bit. Like, now I'll have some dishes in the sink, and I'll be like, this is just, I have to, fuck it. Like, I mean, what are you going to do? Be mad at me that I ate off these dishes? Yeah. And if you are mad at me, leave! I knew, I knew dudes, I would do jujitsu with dudes who were, like, former army guys, and they were just like everything is like and it, it, that makes sense because it's kind of more drilled into their head that like right. everything also, is there's like, like a rhyme and a reason for in it. order and there's a rhyme and a reason and stuff and like that that i was with and like what i i watched a, a ufc event at one of those guys houses and their house was like pretty put together or whatever but then i saw the shoes next to the door and there was like a bunch of mud on them and there's like the little things out of order where i'm like all right 
we can be like there's a little bit of something here there's a little bit of give and take there we're not dealing sure. with like an automaton here and for a lot of people like their house also i, I totally understand if like you have one of those like sensory things where like you 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 can't see clutter. It's like really hard. That's for you. fine. It yeah. is your house, so you do whatever you want. I'm with that. But I think when when you're when you invite people over to your house, you've made an agreement that they're not going to be you. They're not you. They're not going to live the way you live. They're not going to come what into your space. A statement. The way that you come in, like you are now saying, you other human come into my space, and yes. you have to have some leeway. Now, granted, if your person is coming in and they're wearing their muddy boots on your white, if they're doing like totally. stupid shit that's rude, totally, then that's different. And you can be like, hey, fuck face, you quit it right now. <laughs> but in general, hey, easy. That's that's me. I'm just like, the, the, see, you can. I'm not Gandhi. You can hang out with me because oh, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm very nice, and I'm I'll, I'll take everybody's. I'll listen to all the sides, but I will be like, you sound stupid, right? And so, and so, I mean, that's what I'm like. That's the deal you're making. So you can't be like a psycho about it, right? But that's really all I have to say about that. What I mean, uh, do you have something for me? Yeah, I wanted to ask you. What do you think are um, like, what do you think this? obsession with nostalgia is that we have because i really i was thinking the other day i was Ooh. like did you notice like nostalgia when it was quote-unquote marketed to like old people older than us like an older generation like maybe like boomers or whatever they're, they're called um like the nostalgia that they kind of give to them is like remember the way america was remember whenever women were your property and everything like, yes but then for us nostalgia they're like the way they market nostalgia to our generation is like remember that tv show you watched when you ate macaroni and hot dogs like Yes. And it's like, we're just, like, if you went to a Hot Topic now, it is just a box of everything you lived through as a child. It is just, it is just prying off of, like, better memories. Like, like, like before you had to buy your own clothes and pay bills. Like, it's like, the way we market nostalgia to different generations is so specific to what was important to them. Yes. And I'm wondering, like, is there a time limit on our nostalgia? Because right now we're remaking all the movies we watched, all the right. shows we watched. But there's a whole other group that is that going to now be their nostalgia? Are they going to be, like... The remake, remake, remake of Hocus Pocus is their nostalgia, or they're like have totally different like what you know what I mean? Like how long does nostalgia last as a marketability tactic? Because for millennials, that shit is everyone I see is wearing a, a cartoon shirt from the '90s. They're wearing, uh, I mean, even fashion repeats itself like that. So I do think nostalgia is a very profitable thing, but it's very confusing on how we get new stuff because of it. It's a really great question. I think about this all the time because nostalgia is like very entrenched it's very deep so i'll take two one is the the marketing side of nostalgia right it benefits studios to market nostalgia to uh generation and the reason being is because it's cheaper to, to make something that's already been made it's uh, easier to make it because you already have an ingrained uh, fan audience, base. fan yep. base for this thing. You're not really taking a risk. So it's a risk-averse way to make money. Investment-wise, nostalgia is a very safe bet for studios. That's the corporate side of it. But how long does that last? How long is that cycle? Because can you do it two, three, four times? Because you have to have the same nostalgia ingrained. If the second movie does not generate the nostalgia for a younger generation, you can't make that again. If that makes sense. You can't make that again. But again, like the, it's a safe investment. So if they try again, they still will generally get like a good pop off of it. it it's really crazy. But then you have this like this level of nostalgia that's like hat on a hat on a hat where it's like Spider-Man. I think that's a great example of, of how it should be done. Those are all separate movies, separate people, separate. Yes. It's different stories. Yes. Whereas like a remake of something or a retelling, you have to really do it well. 
and, but also I will say there's plenty of like retellings and remakes that I think are lovely little films. Sure. But the people react as if like they have castrated the original. I'm just yeah. like, you you are an adult. You know this is not what you watched as a kid. It cannot be the same movie or they would just play the same movie, you idiot. Well But you is... have to have some give and take again with that. Like you know it's not the same story. This is the this is the other thing I was gonna get into, which is the interpersonal side of nostalgia. It takes two to tango. Uh company can't Not market another yeah you do it by yourself you do it in your cluttered apartment so the the way nostalgia seems to work on the buyer's end <sighs> okay so i think people are more and there's a, a big group of people like who are older who are just bathed in nostalgia like they are still into the stuff they were into when they were children. Nightmare Before Christmas wallets. Uh, Harry Potter stuff. Yeah. Which is cool and fine. It's cool. So here, but here's my my theory on the psychology of that a little bit. Our markers of adulthood are having a family. Like, like th these are, these are like uh, sort of ingrained stereotypical, American yeah. stereotypical. But culturally they are like i think it's hard to undo that in our head so i think in like the psychosphere of america it still is the thing that we use to denote whether or not someone is an adult or an adolescent is like these things owning a home having a family having a stable job and in the way that things have been going uh like economy wise the way that the country is what are three things that people are much less likely to have? A family, a home, a stable job. So no. nostalgia, I think, is really important because like, I think psychologically there's a lot of adults in the United States that do not feel as though they are adults because they don't have those stereotypical like American markers of adulthood. So mm -hmm. they're more likely to kind of like go into the void of nostalgia and find comfort there because they haven't felt psychologically as though they've progressed into adulthood. Which I think is totally fine. I think that's a great, it makes sense. I do it. I definitely love nostalgia as well. Who doesn't? Mm -hmm. But I think that like, I do think we're kind of doing ourselves a disservice when we're not elevating the nostalgia. Like I love taking nostalgia yes. and using it as a reference for something new. Or being like, like I love when they like take a movie and they're referencing other really popular films in a way that is completely new and not like on the nose. Sure. Like that uh, that Netflix show they just did, Do Revenge. Did you watch that? No. There's lots of like little nods to like Heather's or Cruel Intentions or these movies that were really popular, Clueless. Like, but they sure. they're retelling. The, they're not retelling the stories and they're not copying them it's just a new version of that that i think did a really fantastic job of being like here's things you like we're taking the experience and now we're giving you something new right which i think that could be done with anything i mean you even if, if it's a cartoon you love there are people that take inspiration from a cartoon they love and they make a complete fashion line you know what i mean like so yeah i'm not saying you have to do all that but i'm just saying there is a way to elevate those things that is not i sometimes that, my point is i think that sometimes uh capitalism for lack of a better word thinks that we're stupid and i guess we are because we buy this shit but to be like harry potter t-shirt harry potter like every month they do one it's like I, I don't need any more of these like can you give me something different well uh, that's maybe that's just me i don't need maybe other people need them all but no i i would go as far as to say i don't think capitalism ever has had a lot of trust in the consumer which if you're going just for like monetary bottom line which is why i'm saying like 
this is where you get into this thing where art has been so deeply commodified. It's not that it wasn't commodified before. It's always been commodified. But, like, those studios have gotten bigger. Those corporate interests have gotten larger over time. Like, that's just yeah. the case. There's not as many directors who are uh, huge directors, like big directors who are interested in taking on like giant new challenges as there used to be. This is just the way film has gone. And it's it's one of those things where we need to like all accept unless we there's like a renaissance, which which there very well could be in like in film and TV and art where we go. We're going to risk it as like consumers. We're going to risk watching something new, going after something different, like and, and seeking that stuff out. Yeah, that's the big one. I don't think consumers understand you vote with your money. Every time you go see a movie or go – that's why there's so many great Marvel movies because people go to watch them. They're actually going to see them. Yeah, they and are. And that's not to say that like Marvel's better than every other movie, but they have capitalized on appealing to children, to adults. They're funny. They're I mean, they're up so many things at one time. And they're intriguing. And so, like, but, like, if you see them, if you want more movies about um, uh, plus-size people or if you want more movies about queer people, or the, you have to go see them when they're made because that tells studios, oh, we can profit off that. That sounds gross and shitty to make people's lives and stories into money, but that's just how it works. And so if you go, like, like with Bros, they're saying Bros, like this movie that uh, Billy Eichner has bad opening, and it's because people aren't going to, they're not, they're not showing up to see it. And that one comes from, like, comfort. We can do a lot of things from our home. We think we can wait for it to come out or stream. But that tells studios, like, this is not profitable, and it makes it harder for there ever to be another one. Some of it also, though, comes from, like, I think those stories of marginalized people or historically marginalized people are also falling under this unfortunate, like, uh, example of commodification where... And trauma. They love to just show trauma. And, and to show trauma, but it's, like... It's still uh, like even if there there is like basic representation, which is like important in the first step. A lot of that is still kind of buried under like interests of the studio. So the studio will be like, well, let's. How can we water down this story? How can we commodify the story? I I and I'm an idiot when it comes to like movies and films and like like seeing new things and stuff but recently like over the last year i've kind of gotten back into it i've watched like some classic films and and stuff like that and there really is something i, I think like film buffs and stuff can be way too up their own ass about like well baby, oh, baby, baby. i mean it's nuts talking to some of them but there is i knew a person that used to carry around a list of their top 100 favorite movies in their wallet they're now and those those people and they would pull it out and start re as if anyone wanted to fucking hear it. Those people almost never have good movies on that list too, which also, is very it's just funny. Like, those because you have a list doesn't mean they're good movies. That's just movies you like, right? Like if you ask me my favorite movie, it never. I'm like The Craft, Jennifer's Body. Like the, those are uh, cinematic miracles, but like that's the fucking movie I like. And what do you want me to do? You want me to lie to you? You want me to be like I love Shawshank Redemption? I don't. <laughs> it was traumatic. I don't want to see it. Like yeah. I don't want to watch that. And like I think that. But I, I do think it's really important, though, for people to, like, go support things that they want to see more of. Because you can't complain about there not being more of something and then not put your, basically, your money where your mouth is. Like, you know, like, like if you, even if it's things like live comedy, if you want more uh, lesbian comics, you have to go see them when they perform live. That, everything is about ticket sales, money sales. Like, that is shitty and it's bad that it's like that. But you do have to kind of, like, 
share the post you see you have to do your part and because you know a lot you know this from social media people be like how come you're not a movie why don't you have a tv show how come sure. you it's like because i that's not up to me it's up to you there has to be some you have to be sharing and supporting and do other things you can't go up and be like well i don't understand why you know this girl i follow didn't play wonder woman it's like or didn't play you know the great isn't in euphoria it's like because one they weren't at that table no one brought them to the table for that or right. maybe they didn't get it and secondly like there is nothing to tell studios, which are essentially banks, that they're that, that you are worth investing in because okay. you're not doing your part as the as the. That sounds really weird to say you're not doing your part in someone else's career, but you know what I mean. No, I'm with you. Okay, so <clears throat> I'll I'll I agree with everything you're saying, and I'll add a caveat. As long as those people like, if you want whoever and whatever you are, if you're a conservative and you want to see more like conservative stuff in movies if you're a gay person you want to see like gay people represented well, in movies put their money where their mouth is that's why they get that so much does stuff. happen a lot but that's why I, I think that's why country music singers win so many of those like voting shows because people in middle in the south where i'm from or, or middle america they have they go home they watch those shows and they vote perfect example there's been a lot of talentless motherfuckers in what like I'm I'm saying this is across the board when you're talking about like uh like representation whatever kind of representation you're talking about there's a lot of talentless motherfuckers that profiteer off of that because they know people will if you're uh if you're like whatever some country music singer and you're like we, you have to say they're not talented they can no there's a lot talented, of oh there's a ton of talented it's country just singers people will back them up. but then there's talentless it's kind of like our conversation lap last episode where we're like a sign of uh of like a person we you can get along with is someone who can criticize something that's like on their side, mm -hmm, quote unquote, mm -hmm. but that is clearly without like merit, without substance. And it's like there was a lot of there's a lot of great country music still being made. There's a lot of substanceless country music, but just because those country singers and stuff align themselves politically with that side, mm -hmm. motherfuckers will still give them money, still vote with their dollars, like you yeah. said. And it's a difficult. I'm not even saying this to like prescribe any sort of course of action because there's there's really nothing you can do about that except like be aware and be aware that like exploitation happens at the highest levels of this shit and you need to just be like uh, I I mean the conscious consumer thing is tough because they'll shove whatever they want down your throat and they'll, you'll just take it but it's like being able to it is I, very hard it's hard to be a conscious consumer too sometimes but it does really matter and I think representation really matters like I remember in The Walking Dead you know like I said my dad's handicapped and like that never has affected us like we don't really think about it because that's just it was that way so right. it, it crossed my mind but i remember growing up i was constantly searching for like i mean i would watch four seasons of something to see one gay character like you know what i mean right. like, or like anything like that just to feel like you were wrong and i remember when the walking dead like the original first one was on they had that that older guy that like lost his leg but he was still and he became handicapped in the show but he like was still very useful to the group mm. and i remember my dad watching that and i just remember thinking i was it, like clicked in my head i was like this is probably the first time that I, it's the first time I've ever seen a movie where there's like a a handicapped character that's like not holding back a group, especially in a movie like that where you're running from zombies. Yeah, and, stuff. and yeah. I was like, that's probably so cool to my dad to see someone because that's very much my dad. My dad could do all the gun shit and plants and crops. He knows all about that. So I'm like, this is probably like one of the first times my dad's seen like himself on television. And, and I'm not saying he's like a zombie fighter, but you know what I mean, right? You know, and yeah. Like, 
And like little things like that. Oh wait, like you're that. not saying your dad is a zombie fighter? I'm not. Oh wow. But he could be prop. Wait, let but me I'm change saying, my like, mind. It, you know what I mean? But like those little things matter. Like people are like, who cares if there's a redheaded doll? Redheaded little kids. Like, what yeah. do you mean? Like, it's so silly to think like there. That's not a problem because you can go in a grocery store and see fifty of you on a magazine cover. It's because you're not aware of the problem. Anyone that has felt like. Like they like they don't fit into like societal standards is at all times I will guarantee you looking for themselves somewhere in every movie. I mean, queer people do it to the point where they're just making movies queer that aren't even supposed to be queer. They're they've just taken a claim to something and found themselves mostly in female characters here and there because they're like that's the closest thing I can get to someone. Not saying that that they're like women, but I'm saying like a lot of times in movies female characters have struggles of like being underestimated or like being in a man's world or blah blah and so like they can like they'll twist and adapt that to fit them um to fit their narrative because you have to because they weren't not making movies before then about you or like right or in music or like or like you know little girls little black girls for years and years and years and still kind of today watch or not even black girls if you're not white would watch princess movies and just have to like that would find a way to relate to this white princess because that was all they had to relate to. And so I do think that when it is really important when you when you want more of something to go out and support that. And if you I understand we don't have money to throw around, so that's fine. But like liking videos, sharing things, like those things really do impact people's careers. They really do. Yeah. It shows what people are it shows the people that have money that have the uh, the opportunity to to give you more platforms or whatever that people want to see this stuff. Yeah. So it, it, that's how YouTube became so popular because people are like, "Oh, I'll find what I want to see on here." That is yeah, the the kind of like customization of that. Yeah, that that's interesting especially when you said that like a lot of gay kids have to find their representation in women characters, which is why Azalea Banks has had the career that she has. That's not a lie, really. Really? I mean, yeah. She's she's I mean, fucking... not to, I mean, some people just also love the drama on the trauma. So it, they're she's incredible. That. But uh, Okay. Um so anyways, we, that we're going to skip over that. And oh, I can't say that. I just wouldn't. I can't personally. say that. Oh, why? Well, I mean, cuz all she does is says she just says crazy stuff like faggot all the time and she's like being a monster to everyone. She's I not like it. a positive person. Oh yeah, no, she's not positive. I'm not I'm saying incredible in the same way both like art and a tsunami can be incredible. Yeah, I mean, you know? she got some good songs. That's not when we would uh, that's just the truth. It's interesting. And then the gays love a good song. It's true. But I mean, yeah, in general like I do think that that I mean, of course, I'm obviously, of course, there are gay people that did related to males. Uh, there are plenty of them. I'm not saying that they're all oh, into yeah. women. No, I don't want anyone to, to take this clip and be like, "See, gay people, I think they're women." Like, right? That's not at all the intention. Like, I'm sure there's just as many football playing gays. They just they have movies to watch. They have Remember the Titans. So good for them, right? Um, of course, there's no gay Remember the Titans, but you know, damn. Imagine if there was. I mean, all that would have to happen is the kiss with sunshine would have to just last a little bit longer. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. I, that's the gay people. They'll, they'll be like Top Gun. They're like, this movie's gay, and you're like, you're like, no, and they're like, we decided because you won't give us a movie, so yeah. we're just gonna take Top this fucking movie. We're yeah, taking yeah, your yeah. movie. You're like, you don't want to give us a gay film. We're making all the movies gay. That's really funny. I mean, gay people will just claim things that you're just like, what? And they'll be like, they'll be like, that's ours. This is our song. This is our thing. Ice coffee. Like they're, they're, they're yeah, just claiming yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah, I mean that that makes sense. Yeah, with, Good lack, for them. Of, with lack of lack of representation, like representation will be found one way or another. No. That, that's an interesting point, and yeah, I, I do agree. I mean, it yeah, and in the beginning, it will be messy. It's like there there has certainly been a lot of movies with representation in mind, and then the movie doesn't necessarily deliver. But 
I guess I guess I see I definitely see both points where it's like you want the the product to be good but also like I'm not I'm not like one of these sinis like uh nihilistic people who's like who well, fucking what does it matter if there's represent it's like obviously that is a huge component to things moving forward is like not xing people completely out of stories just for a profit also, bottom it's line not, it's a more interesting story when there's different people I agree with you and also it let me be very clear. It's not just about representation. It's about accurate, good representation. Because nowadays, people will just the movies just be throwing in. They'll be like, just out of nowhere, a character will be like, "Well, I'm a polyamorous that's bisexual the, lesbian." That's the shit and I'm talking like, about. That's not even. First of all, you've never obviously never met another human that's not straight because no one is going into and no one. I'm sure, I mean, let me not say no one, because I'm sure there is a nut job out there doing that. But sure. the majority of people are not walking into rooms like, and I'm gay! Right. Like, it's not, ha that is not true. Right. And so, like, when you don't have, when you can spend an hour, two hours developing a, a, a straight character, you can just maybe do 30, 45 minutes on a the couple of other minutes. character. Yeah, 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 Like, yeah, it's yeah. not just, like, the amount of time that it's just, like, they'll just cut, they'll just be, like, like a, a high school coming of age movie, and you'll just cut over to some queer character being like, and then I told her she looked crazy. Yeah. And it's like, that's, you think that's the representation people want? Oh, yeah. I was like, can we make that, can we make this gay person a, a well, I was going to say a killer, but the whole Jeffrey Dahmer thing, I think I'm not going to say that anymore. Right. But I'm just saying, like, can we make them something else? Can they be a bully? Can they be a villain? Can they be a, uh, can they be a hopeless romantic? But they're scared. Can they not be I like a pill popping sex addict? Like, can they be something else? I'm with you. No, but I think in the, in the same, like, vein i think people need to understand that like i think a lot of like i think online call out shit has a smaller effect than people think it does yeah but it does have an effect yeah and i think motherfuckers are scared i think like literally in writers room people are people are like well if we make a gay villain are people going to think we're saying gay people are the villain and it's like the nuance of no like, because all villains have mostly been queer coded throughout history right that's true i mean like and also everyone loves villains like you, right. you watch if you watch glee very gay show santana the incredible she wasn't really a villain but she had definitely was mean or like jane lynch played an incredible like it's right. like you are allowed to as long as you are humanizing the story it makes sense and you're not being like they're evil because they're gay like, right that is the thing that is not the truth that is not accurate right but then you like I think that those people, everything you said is completely correct, and it's like, I think villains can be some of the most, compel, like, more compelling than heroes in most things, and, like, you can see the humanity of villains. I would love to villain in a movie. Oh, I would yeah. love to remake the you Devil Wears Prada and play Miranda Priestly. You would be unbelievable But, like, that. as a guy, like, I would think. But it's like, I, but I think people are, like, studios or executives or whatever are scared about a think piece that comes out being like, oh, so whatever sony pictures thinks every gay person well, is you a villain scared of conversation that's stupid i agree with you and then also like the whole thing about the call out stuff is like one thing i've realized about hollywood is hollywood is very good at smoke and mirrors they're very oh, yeah. good at like taking a concept or a cause that people want and being like we're wearing ribbons on the red carpet yeah that's not helpful you're right. not helping like it's it's it, you you have literally all of the power in media like it's right. like and even people that are like number one on the call sheet like they have a lot of power right. you could say like i only want uh lesbian grips like okay right. like sure that might be really hard to find like i don't know if there's like a network for that but um but i'm saying like you could technically do that and make it a, at least get a couple you can make things you could ask for things like that right but then people becomes like, well, I don't want to be difficult. Well, I don't want to do this. Why well, don't, you know, it becomes like this, everything's a game, a money game. And it's like, right. which is, I mean, you can't do anything about that, I don't guess. But 
I think what what you're talking about is a a state of like confusion most people find themselves in and it's the fact that like everything does need to serve a monetary bottom dollar but you do want to still see representation because there is like a social benefit to that so you do get kind of caught in this sort of shell game of well we want representation but then immediately when that representation is seen it's commodified and when you're commodifying representation is it really representation or is it just serving a buy sure everything can't be perfect i mean that's like the thing it's overall are you trying to do the best you can or are you are you not like that's really that's everything in life are you doing the best you can at this or are you doing it just because you think you have to do it or right because you'll you'll overwhelm yourself trying to be perfect in any aspect even if it's like you know being kind or or do trying to do too much of anything is too hard your brain doesn't function like that you have to like there are moments you have to be like i made a mistake i'm so sorry i said that thing to you i'm so sorry i did that sorry we didn't do this right we'll fix it that's not really that hard to totally. do. I mean, we have we have Beyonce's taking words out of song. Coming, She's like, my bad. Like, I think for all like the negative shit that's happening, I think we are kind of coming around as a society to like an evening out point where I think like the ability to have these conversations are important. I think I, maybe I'm too hopeful, but I think we are slowly learning how to like be humans a yeah, little yeah. bit more. Even though a lot of these conversations are happening mostly online and in social media, I think people are sort of slowly but surely moving away from that like piranhas sort of oh yeah like uh, you did this wrong so we're gonna gut you so we're it. gonna gu- yeah you made a mistake so we're gonna it was so instead of like wanting a well apology, i also don't think gonna... you should weaponize queerness i don't think you should use your sexual or any part of your as being as a weapon because i think that i think that that really just like on our last conversation it really dampens it being meaningful it really if if everything is because you feel like and this is not just to do with queer people it's any kind of trait really but if everything is because of something then it makes it really hard when that is the truth to right. point that out right um, that's true and i think that and i think most people again are normal people that know that but i i, I do think that the smoke and mirrors aspect of hollywood is really really it, the big talkers little doers is what big it feels talkers, like little doers it's, it's like because it's the things you're being asked to do are not like they're not insane things. A lot like, of you're, them all, aren't. you're making movies about robots and aliens. Like the concept of adding in a, a believable female character is not out of this world fantasy. Like yeah. you know what I mean? And even not even just for queer people or or or, or 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 people that are underrepresented in general. Straight people too. Like I would like to see more movies where straight people are different from every other straight person in every other movie. Right. Like, I would like to see a girl We need Azalea Banks in the next Transformers. <laughs> there you go. I mean honestly, go for it. Girl. Come on now. I mean it's just like like I don't need every um beautiful uh, leading woman to be like a little shy. Like I don't need that. Yeah. Like, I, can, I want one to be in there and be like, no, I'm the fucking shit. Like that. Why that thing exists? Right. Like I also, also another thing. Just this is kind of unrelated, but also why do people? I mean, I understand throughout time a movie might not age as well, but what, you know how little tattoos are in movies. Yeah, that is insane. And the whole fucking world has tattoos at this point. Everybody. And we're covering tattoos. Like, can you just make a character with tattoos? A, Pete Davidson did that in his movie. He had tattoos. All his tattoos. I'm completely milk toast, and I have three tattoos. It's like, there's no... Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like how come we're just picking and choosing who's allowed to have tattoos? Like, 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 like Ruby Rose? She can act in anything with tattoos. Yeah. But then we're just like, oh, not Angelina. We're going to cover all hers. And it's like, I understand period pieces. I totally get all that. And I understand, like, things aging. Like, maybe if you have a certain tattoo, like, in 20 years, the movie will look weird. But, like... Yeah. We're CGing eye tears on people and stuff. Yeah, So, like, fuck I think that. we can fucking move past this whole tattoo being a problem. And I'm with you. I'm like... Because I'm... All the time, I'm just like... I'm like... <sighs> 
well, can I even be in movies? Like, I don't even know if right. I have tattoos in movies. So it's just like all that shit is like silly. You're and, like, I could do my own makeup to cover them up. Yeah, I was like, oh, again, I could be an assistant to other people. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's just like those kind of things. I, I, I get so annoyed with the whole like, well, we don't know what to do. We don't know how to have any 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 diversity at the at the award show. I right. don't know, fuckface. Put a different person on the call list. Yeah, it's, I don't know what you're I talking name about. Fifteen people that could be that could do this, but you're just like, well, what if we had the actress from the seventies again and again and again? Yeah, and again until every they die? single time. Which is yeah. great for them. Love them. Live, love, love. But like, we are in the place of like, even fucking magazine covers. Like, we are still talking about Brad and Angelina's breakup. This long into it it's there's no more information it's not happening unless they get back together don't fucking put this on a piece of paper again the, i don't care the issue it's also nobody's business so th- i think this is the real issue with like hollywood's foray into representation is that they're not just looking and, and it's it's also i think the issue that other people like on the other side of things who are like oh there's too much like representation you're trying to put too many blah 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 i think hollywood and and them like there's this issue that doesn't really get discussed about where people who are bring, being brought to the forefront and it's like there have been like a lot of really good really talented ones but i think hollywood puts too much pressure and stress on the people who are being represented have hollywood sensibilities it's like it's not just that they want a rep, like representation if you did like like what you said can we just do this but the issue that hollywood has with that is that well they also need to have our sensibilities they need to like they need to be like we are. They need to talk like we talk. It's like every time there's a person of color on the news or like uh, on like local news, they sound the same. If you close your eyes, you're like, this is the same. It's like it's like that times a million with Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood definitely does not want to. Well, first of all, they want they want like if they add a character into anything, it's like it's just a stereotype that they've expanded about this much. It's right. never like. No one's ever like looking in Middle America to see like, yeah. well, what do what do people there right. do? Like, because so many movies are based around like bigger cities and bigger like environments, yeah. and so it's really easy to be like, well, that is the way it is here. That and it's like fucking okay. pisses me off too. Yeah, me too. I, yeah. I'm always like, and also the concept of like ha- we have to, this actually might be. I'm gonna save this for a different episode because okay. I want to talk about the idea of like this whole concept of having to like leave small towns to be anything. Oh yeah. We're going to talk like, about girl, that. That's the whole reason small I, towns are the way they are. But, I love that. Yeah. But in general, this has been a long episode, so I really yeah. have nothing else to say about nostalgia unless you do. Cause I'm happy to keep talking, but no. I don't want to overwhelm people with nostalgia. What a great or, episode. That, I don't know what we're talking about. It wasn't nostalgia at that point. What but. a great episode. That was fun. Um, I like that you end all our episodes like that. If you, uh, if you, yeah, if I don't end it like that, it means I fucking hated it. No, if you guys like the podcast, please subscribe to the YouTube or subscribe to whatever. What else? Spotify, can they, Spotify Apple, Apple. Rate, review, it, share. Review, yeah, share. that helps us out. We let, When you review, it helps a lot. It does. Everything helps a lot, like I said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so, please help. Um, please help. And, um, yeah, this was fun. Great one. You said so, so I believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, I take all my cues from straight men. We're and not we're not high on this one, so it probably went a little different than the last I think one. The was great. They were both great. Okay. They were both great in their I own ways. I would not be shamed for being high no, in California. I was high also. In my was own high home. Also. <laughs> You're gonna haunt me in my own home. I would never. Uh, thank you guys. Okay. Bye.